Welcome back to the penthouse. Hello. Welcome back to the infected penthouse. We are unwell. Severely unwell and not in the cool her daddy sense. It's been a tough week for all of us here at the penthouse. Well, not really weak for you. You're no, fresh on the not. scene. I was fine. I was fine until like Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday. I've been fighting like Kim Possible all week <laughs> since Monday evening. I've been fighting the flu. The influenza. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Ha- I haven't had the jab for a long time. What do you mean the jab? You don't have a flu jab. Amy, you have a flu jab every single year. No, you don't. Okay, well, uh, I mean... Since when have you had a flu jab every single year? Oh, I don't, but it's offered to me via my work every single year. Okay, but that's not normal. Not everyone has a flu jab every single year. You only have a flu jab every single year if you're vulnerable, if your um, immune system's if you want weak. We, I don't. No, I mean you have to. Yeah, you, t- you have to pay for it. You don't. You don't just get offered the flu jab. You can't just go and have a flu jab. I'm pretty sure you can. I'm pretty sure you can't. Because I've had the flu jab before, but I had to. I had to have like a specific reason. I had to prove as to why I was wanting it and needed to have it. That's weird because I get offered it every year. Yeah, probably because you work within, like, you, you work for a pharmaceutical company, so you work within, maybe they think you, you're you prone to infection or you're, I don't know, because of the stuff you work with. Does that make sense? I work with computers. La- my laptop. <laughs> no, my but, I mean, like, you used to work in, like, a lab and stuff, so maybe that's why. Amy, I never worked in a lab. You did. <laughs> I didn't. I, I've never worked, as a job, I've never worked in a lab. At Bath ASU, there was definitely a lab, and people worked in the lab. No, it's not a lab, it's a unit, it's an aseptic unit. But surely they... Okay, I don't know, <laughs> but it's not normal to go and get a flu jab every year. Not everyone has a flu jab every year. I'm, I mean, I'm... Sorry, my whole life has just been pharmaceuticals, so I don't know any different. Okay, well, I could and be I, wrong. And I definitely at uni, I was offered it at uni every year. What? Yeah. Maybe while you're a technical child in school... No, I've definitely not had a flu jab every year of my life. There's no way. I'm, I'm putting my foot down. No, you, you probably haven't, but I think it's just because it's up to you. Or up to your parents or what. Well, okay. Anyway. <laughs> you got the flu. So. <laughs> I got the flu, so I should have had the bloody flu jab. No, but you still get the flu if you have the jab. It just helps you. For example, mum. If mum gets the flu, because she has a weakened immune system, she would be extremely vulnerable. So she has the flu jab. doesn't mean she won't get then get the flu just it's like the it's like the covid jab i mean you don't need to tell me well i know exactly but you're clever you know you know what it's for i would still have got the flu i just maybe i don't know wouldn't have been quite as ill very controversial topic though jabs and vaccines yeah they are i never really thought about it before but they are very controversial like when you're a parent when you're an adult and you're a parent like it's like quite a serious decision you have to make as to whether you want your child to have like vaccines or not. I honestly don't know why you wouldn't. I know it's a touchy subject, but yeah, they're like a standard when you're born, like six months after you're born, where you get certain jabs. Just yeah. otherwise your your child is going to suffer so much. Uh, you need to I protect mean, them. It's very controversial. Lots of people are very against vaccines. I think it's because lots of people they don't understand them. Well, I don't understand them. So I think that's where it comes in and people assume things when they don't really understand. You tell us, Hannah. You're the only one that knows. <laughs> no, because it was funny because during my last 
semester of uni one of my modules was vaccines and other health interventions that was literally the title of the module and they rewrote the entire module to base it on covid because of the time that was when we were in lockdown and they scrapped all the lectures and they rewrote all the lectures to make it about covid and we had like phe people come in to our lectures public health england thank you for clarifying what phe means. <laughs> i just didn't know if you knew <laughs> Yeah, so obviously, and they were like, we expect you to be keeping up with all the research, with all the, all the, you know, reviews, all the peer reviews. We expect you to be keeping up with it. Our whole thing was on COVID and the vaccines and... Boring! Yeah, it was so long. Like, the last thing I wanted to do was actually talk about it even more and think about it even more. But I guess, yeah, it's educational. It's officially been a year since we moved into the flat. You mean the penthouse? Yes, sorry, the penthouse. We kind of thought it was about time to share our journey. What it's really like living with your sister, navigating life in your 20s, and all of our views in between. Our views from, from the, the penthouse. <laughs> Last Christmas, we all got COVID. They had that new strain come out, didn't they? Like the, was it Omicron? And everyone kind of just went down with it over Christmas. It was they? like that two weeks before Christmas. And then like, we didn't go into a lockdown again, but it was quite like... It wasn't... Or did we? Were we not allowed to see people? Or no, it was fine. There were no restrictions. I don't think there are any restrictions. Not that I remember. Every single year just blurs into one now. So me, Amy, our brother Tom and our mum at my mum's for Christmas. Well no, it started on Christmas Eve. We were here on Christmas Eve in La Penthouse. Yeah. And Tom had been out on like I think quite a few day bender. You know, as you do in the run up to Christmas, you go out like quite a lot in the evenings, quite a lot like the few nights before the run up to Christmas. On Christmas Eve we had like a drinks here. Kind of like I guess it goes hand in hand with like some of our traditions. Like we'll do like a camembert and have like nibbles and have drinks and Did we do that? Yeah. I I'm Oh yeah, it's coming back to me now. We had drinks and we were all sat around the table and the four of us. Yeah, it was and just Joe. the four of us. No. Joe wasn't here. On Christmas Eve, Joe would have had COVID and been at home in Bath. Yeah. He got it like a week before Christmas. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't getting it. I was testing all the time. And even though I'd seen him before he'd gone home, I didn't have it. You never had it before either, had you? Had you had COVID before last Christmas? Not that you knew of. I don't think so. I hadn't had it. And I was starting to think that I had some sort of magic power because I was like a cat with nine lives. Like I literally escaped COVID so many times. There were so many times like I was out with all my best friends and like all five of them would get it and like I wouldn't and then what was another time oh wasn't it something that we went to and then everyone the next day yeah. oh Ryan's but Ryan's birthday yeah went to a, one of my friend's birthdays next day got a text like guys like 10 people have tested positive like basically we're all gonna get it didn't we get sharing it glasses like sharing yeah drinks, drink, hugging stuff. dancing like and it happened to me at least like four times and all my friends would like tease me and be like, you're invincible. Like I went like the two years, two and a half years without getting it. And then probably at the worst time possible because I was ha- probably having world's worst month of my life anyway, last Christmas, last December. Yeah, so Christmas Eve, Tom had been like out and then came around on Christmas Eve. And I think he was kind of like a bit like coughing or said like he was like I don't remember that but he was adamant that COVID doesn't exist 
He was like, yeah. COVID doesn't exist. It's not a thing. It's made up by the government or something. He was one of those. Yeah, I think he had like a bit of a cough and we kept saying like, have really? you done a test? No, no, no. The reason he did a test was because he was going out on Boxing Day and you had to have a negative COVID test to go to, what was it, the football? Yeah, he was going to the football and you had to show a negative COVID test. Right. So that's why he did a test at Mum's. And mum was like, why don't we all just do one? How I remember it wasn't like that. I remember us being drunk around the table and us all joking about Tom. Oh, imagine if Tom had COVID and us being like joking because I'm pretty sure he was coughing. And he was like, no, no, I'm just hungover. And we were like, haha, imagine Tom had COVID. And we were like, oh, let's all do a test. So weird. I remember it so differently. I just remember he had to do one. Mum was like, you're going to have to do one to go tomorrow. So he did it, and then we were like, well, we'll all do one. And we all put them on the side. Yeah. We all just put them on the side and continued to have the whole day. No. And then mum was cleaning up, and she saw no. one. What? Within 20 minutes, we looked at the test. We were all at the table. It was after lunch, after we'd eaten. You'd had one too many um, rhubarb and slimline tonics, I think. We were like, haha, imagine if Tom had it, and then he I did the test. I thought it was funny because we'd done the test and not looked at it. And we'd t- gone the whole day and there no. was that line. We looked within there. like 20 minutes. He put it on the side. I think mum was just dancing and she looked at it and she goes, oh my God, Tom has COVID. And we were all like, what? I think we're remembering two very different stories. This yeah. is like one of those TV shows. Where this it's is like, like the Mandela effect. Yeah, two different points of view. Oh my God, speaking of Mandela effects. Well, not really Mandela effects, but cons- like conspiracies. Last night, I, for about two hours, fell into a hole on TikTok of... This Britney Spears is dead conspiracy. <laughs> what? No, I was, and people were going in on it, and I was like, oh my God. Like, it's just weird. All her social media is weird. Yeah, her social media is like, weird. She looks like a completely different person. Her teeth are different now. People are saying she died, and there's a, there's a legal document that says Britney something Spears deceased. That was in 2009. And then they came back and said, oh no, it was a typo. But it literally says deceased. You can see in all her videos, like, there's a reflection of glass. And you can see, like, a green screen behind it. And her husband has a whole green screen thing in his in, in their house. And she just acts so weird. Her voice is not the same. Videos and stuff, they're all, like, just very, very bizarre. And I was no, just I know. really they are getting into bizarre. it. And I was like, oh, my God. And if you look at her, like, dancing when she was younger, she can't dance for shit now. People think that she's been cloned. Or there are like th- two other people that like impersonate her that look s- similar to her. And people were really analysing like videos and photos. And I really got into it. And I really believe that Britney Spears is dead. It's like the whole Avril Lavigne is dead thing. What? Avril's not dead? Have you not heard this? Avril Lavigne died ages ago. What? Yeah. No. My idol. Have you not seen all this? I didn't know Avril Lavigne was dead. Apparently people think Avril Lavigne is dead. No, that will make me really upset. I mean, I'm really upset if Britney's dead. 2008 was when she had her sort of breakdown, wasn't it? And shaved her head. So if she died in 2009, that would kind of make sense. Yeah. I really hope Avril Lavigne's not dead. What, she's got an impersonator too? Why fans think Avril Lavigne died and was replaced by a clone named Melissa? (laughs) No. Fans are wild though. Like fans will go to the ends of the earth. Yeah. Like personal investigators have nothing on on fans. No, I mean, yeah, they really go, they really dig deep and they really back their stories. But the Britney Spears thing, I I want to say I believe it. Gosh, I'm gonna have to look that one up later. I think. I was there for so long. I was just scrolling through TikTok and I was like, oh, 
yeah go look it up gosh i feel a little bit weird now i haven't really looked into the avril thing but the britney is her teeth are different she never had a gap in her teeth i know but your teeth do your teeth do move as you get as you get older they wouldn't go that way surely i don't know your teeth definitely 100 percent move as you get older my dentist told me well yeah mine are moving and there's lots of videos where like her tattoos on her like her tattoo on the bottom of her back is gone what the hell and there was this there was this video her husband was doing a live an instagram live and someone said why does britney never do lives and she was like next to him apparently in bed and he was like why do you never do lives why do you never go live and she was like i always go live first of all it didn't sound anything like her and then he was like no but you you never do lives like i'm live now and she was like she was like what are you talking about that she had no she had no idea what was what was going on so does the husband think that that's her or does the husband know she's dead no apparently he he's part of the cover-up what yeah why would your husband cover up your death because they're still making money off of her how they're all still making money off of her. how what does she do like i know her songs would still make money but they would still make money if she was dead or not she's done she's done shows you have to go look it up for yourself but food for thought (laughs) food for thought for your tuesday Anyway, anyway, we found out he had COVID and we were like, well, we've been together all yesterday, all today anyway. Yeah. Well, we did the test and none of us were positive. Only Tom was positive. Mm. So we were like, okay, nothing we can do now. We're all together, like in the house. We've been hugging. We've been dancing. We've been, you know, I don't know what else we've been bloody well doing. Nothing we can do. Crack on with the day. Wake up on Boxing Day. And we're all like quite severely hungover, all feeling like pretty rough. But just think like we did do quite a few shots the night before. Because like last year we all got like quite smashed on Christmas Day. We don't always get, like, really, really smashed. I don't think we did the year before. Not on Christmas Day, no. I think it's because you start early and you're eating all day. Yeah. And drinking all day. You're just normally, like, quite a nice level of, like, giddy. Yeah, usually Boxing Day or the after Boxing Day is when... We, yeah. So we will normally do, like, a second Christmas with all of our, like, partners and that's what, that's what we call like our kids Christmas and we all get like battered. But last Christmas day, I don't know, I think it was all the emotions. Like we all just got so drunk. So when we woke up on Boxing Day, we were like severely hungover. All felt like shit. I think we did do another test. We were meant to be seeing our dad. Yeah, but we cancelled obviously because of Tom's positive test. We just thought that wasn't sensible. Even though we were still testing negative. Anyway... Next day, 27th, we had like a whole day planned. Hannah's boyfriend, oh, yeah, Joe had come down because he was negative by then. Yeah, he came down on Boxing Day evening. Yeah, and he had sadly spent like the whole, like his Christmas day and the whole week before Christmas just in the house because he obviously had COVID. Him and his brother both had it, so he went to his brother's and his parents took round food, turkey, everything, presents and like put it on the doorstep, like backed away. So sweet. And then the parents spent Christmas alone as well. Oh, and they did that video. Sad. Yeah, they got like cutouts. It's actually so funny. It's so funny. They're such like, great people. The banter on these two yeah. is like top notch. So there's just some weird thing my boyfriend and his friends have with downing drinks. So you get nominated in the chat and then you have to down your drink wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And the parents are just quite fun as well. They printed out life-size photos of their faces, of <laughs> my boyfriend and his brother's faces, and they like made a you know a mask that you like put on the back of your head mm. and they recorded themselves downing their drinks downing like a pint and then they turned around and each of them was each of the boys <laughs> <laughs> so funny 
Honestly, like top, top banter. Yeah. From Jill and Jill and Andy. Andy. Jill and Andy. So poor Joe. So Joe came down thinking like he's finally escaped COVID. Like, let's have some fun. We wake up on the 27th and I'm by now feeling like really rough. Like my whole body is like in agony, like aching. Still happy to crack on with the day though, because we were literally just here doing like games and like having more food and drink and stuff like that. But like as the day went on, I was just like, guys, and then I did another test and I was positive and I was like, no, I've gone this whole time without getting it. I thought I was invincible. Got it. And then I was like, poor Joe. <laughs> yeah. Joe's now come round to ours and now we've all got COVID. Well I still I was still testing negative and I had to go back into work on the the twenty eighth. 28th, 29th, 30th, I think, those days. And I was testing negative, testing negative, and then I woke up. I was going in late the day I was going into work, and I woke up and I did a test just before I left. And lo and behold, it was positive. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, what a shame. I messaged my work, and then absolutely every single person in my team had COVID. Yeah. Like, no one no one was in. And now my boyfriend was stuck here. Joe, yeah. He, he worked from home. Bless him, he worked from ours. And I was really, I was quite bad with a cough. Like, it was the cough for me. Yeah. That was really bad. I couldn't sleep. So I was just knackered because I had to sleep, like, sat up. Yeah. every time I laid down, I, my cough was just horrendous. I had to get up and, like, walk around the flat. I think I just had, like, a really achy body for, like, the first day. And then, yeah, I did have quite a bad cough. But, like, I almost felt okay myself, which was kind of annoying because it was like obviously the run up like the in between from Christmas to New Year and then we just knew like well we're probably not going to be out by New Year I think there was the five day rule so I think I had worked out that I would just about be able to go out for New Year if I was no, testing negative it's definitely seven days because it was seven days for my work I honestly think it was five I think it was if you have a negative result after five days you can go out right because it was 27 28 29 30 30 it was exactly five days to New Year's Eve and I had worked out that as long as I tested negative I could still go out on New Year's Eve so it's like every day I was like doing my test fingers crossed and it was getting like lighter and lighter and lighter got to the 31st woke up and I was like right come on did my test and it was still positive and I was like fuck's sake but to be honest I just wasn't I wasn't that bothered obviously we'd been you in you didn't want to be anyway. that person to go and give it to no and I did feel bad yeah for my friends even though all of my friends were like it doesn't matter like just come out anyway like we don't care I was like no no but it was fine we actually really made the most of it and we actually had a really really fun day so it was obviously Hannah myself and Joe in the flat and we decided to do a bottomless brunch so we went and well actually I can't remember did we oh Joe went to the shop for us we gave him bless him we gave him like a whole list loads of shopping bags and we were like off you go and he walked to the shop and bought us loads of stuff for bottomless brunch so we got like starter main dessert I think we got like some champagne champagne what did we do for starter I think we did like asparagus we did asparagus with parma ham and then we did chicken burger and chips mm. and then what did we do for dessert i think it was just more alcohol to be honest yeah anyway and then we just had like so much alcohol because we were feeling fine by then but it's like we were just still testing positive do we give ourselves a two hour time limit yeah yeah it was bottomless brunch we were like right two hours and we set the timer and it was just like carnage and we just had the cards out and we were just obviously playing all of our faves i think we made cocktails as well yeah we did english garden we love an english garden we make a very good english garden cocktail and we just got back here just the three of us in the flat and it was actually so much fun I actually really enjoyed it and then we just 
went up to our roof terrace to watch some fireworks at 12. Yeah. Our whole skyline is just was just fireworks. Yeah. Because you can see pretty far. You can see pretty far, which is quite weird. Like, you can see the London Eye and you can see Wembley. Yeah. Like, clear as day. You can see, yeah, you can see pretty far because we're quite high up. I was in my depressed girl era last December, so I actually think it was quite good a good thing that I didn't go out. Probably. A lot of my friends had invited me to things, like some of the girls with the their boyfriends had invited me like to what they were doing. And I was like, I don't think sitting with three couples is like gonna be ideal for me when it like strikes midnight. I just thought it would be very triggering. So I was like, no. And then like I was even thinking like if I was out with like loads of people in London, like smashed, I'd probably be very emotional. And I actually just felt like this was like a safe space. I just felt very safe here. And like, even though I was smashed here, I didn't feel emotional. Yeah. But I just didn't, I don't, I don't remember feeling that emotional. It didn't really feel like New Year until we went up to the roof. No. It's just a standard Saturday night, really. Fast forward a year and here we are again. Yeah. I mean, COVID, flu, all kind of the same, isn't it? But yeah. Now it's out of, it's out of the system. It's out of the way, for sure. For Christmas. Luckily, I'm, I'm coming out the other end now. So like, I feel like I've got my last week before Christmas where I have like a lot of plans. So I don't feel like I miss too much, but I would have been really sad if this was like, if this was next week, then I'd have been really upset. (laughs) Hannah and I are actually hosting Christmas this year from the penthouse yeah we are first time first time ever hosting personally anyway Mm, i've technically hosted i've actually hosted before once you did well though yeah so i'm counting on you i know i'm excited like i quite i actually when i'm in the right mindset i really love hosting there's just a lot to think about it is a lot to think about me yesterday there's so much to think about bloody lucky that i went on to sainsbury's to book that slot yeah they're all gone oh yeah i mean I should have reminded you, to be honest, but yeah, getting a, getting a shop before Christmas isn't near impossible. Although they've reduced, they're really good. Like there's so many offers on. Mm. They've reduced most of the, most veg is down to 19p or oh. 19p. So like a kilo and a half of potatoes, 19p. That's good. Which is pretty good, yeah. So yeah, we need to get all the food. I think we just need to make a list. Check it twice. <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> check it twice. Probably check it three times, to be honest. I was thinking to make cinnamon rolls for christmas eve morning christmas morning boxing day morning cinnamon rolls fluffy like cinnamon buns with like all like the lovely a ci- like a cinnamon roll cinnamon swirl a cinnamon pastry swirl. yeah a pastry right yeah. not a cinnamon roll well what's the difference cinnamon roll isn't that like a cake cinnamon bun cinnamon swirl the pastry you mean the pastry with icing on top the pastry with icing yeah icing and cinnamon. Right. delicious I see them all over Instagram, all over TikTok, and they look so good. And every time I see them, my mouth is watering. So I just thought it might be quite a fun... I can make them next week, like maybe next like Friday. Okay. And then we can have them like Christmas Eve morning, boxing... Um, Christmas morning, Boxing Day morning with like a nice coffee. Just so they're like done, mm-hmm. you know. And then obviously Christmas morning, we'll do like scrambled eggs, salmon. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want do you want salmon? Because I haven't added that yet. Actually, we might have some salmon in the freezer. Usually everyone has smoked salmon. I don't because I don't like smoked salmon. But but do you not think you would like smoked salmon? No. Okay. Honestly, no. I'll eat salmon, salmon fillet cooked. I cannot eat raw salmon. That you couldn't pay me. Okay. Well, it's just you have got a bit better with fish this year. But not uncooked fish. You did have an oyster. I know, I hated it. <laughs> I think I can still feel it, like, 
in in me just like vlogging around like glug, glug, glug. and then we need to think of dessert to make i do think we need to try and be we don't want to aim too high yeah like i'm not gonna make yorkshire's I'm going to order Yorkshire's already made. Oh, yeah. Just because it saves time. I'm thinking I could probably make the soup. But yeah, we either just buy a dessert or make something simple. Because do we never really eat the dessert on Christmas, do we? Like, I mom, know. Mum makes these extravagant desserts and we never eat it. Yeah, we're too full by then. Okay, well, we'll have maybe to have we a think. think of something different, like a different sort of... Maybe not even a dessert, but we just have like an Irish coffee yeah. or something. Or we could just get like ice cream... Ice cream with Baileys. Yeah. Like a float. You know, like people do those Coca-Cola floats. Mm-hmm. We do like ice cream and a Coke. We could do ice cream and then pour Baileys over it. Or, uh, oh, we could pour. Baileys has a whole recipe book of things you can make with Baileys. Really? So we could look some up. Yeah. That would be good. We could do like a shot of coffee, shot of Baileys over ice cream in like a float. Yeah. That sounds good. Wouldn't that be good? We could make um espresso martini like bailey espresso martinis but desserts yeah ice yeah. cream espresso ice martini. cream espresso martinis i'm up for that with baileys yeah let's go on that okay let's p- add that to the list we've got to think about like the table setting i know so i've put some crackers on oh okay good work but they're just like the normal crackers i didn't know whether we wanted to get you can buy nice ones special have, ones like, i saw a good one that was like a little spirit and a little mixer in yeah each of that's them. good because it's just more like appropriate for yeah us. we're just an or adult family yeah you can get really good crackers with like you can get like beauty ones yeah. with like lipsticks in see they're and, expensive like, yeah we're gonna get the little memory balls from the white company hang on is this gonna go out this will go out before christmas so i think i want it to be a surprise oh okay yeah because we usually do something like last year our mum got us all a little table gift yeah which so is when cute. we came in and the table was laid we all had like a small gift and it was like uh an ear cuff from Astrid and Miu. So I think we want to do something as it's like a little surprise when they walk in. Yeah. Oh, it's annoying though, because like it's a really sweet idea. It might give someone else the idea. Unless we just ask mum not to listen to this until after Christmas. Yeah. Okay. The white company, they have these, they're like memory baubles. So it's a glass bauble that you can open up. We're going to use them as table decorations. So like we'll have like all of our plates and like napkins and then we'll put the bauble on each person's plate yeah and then kind of like a what, what do you get from the chinese a fortune cookie a fortune cookie you know when you crack open a fortune cookie yeah. and you have like your little yeah. thing in there we're all gonna have like a little piece of paper and we'll write down our favorite memory from the day put them in the bauble and then keep them till next year and then next year and then open we could open up. it up and read what our favorite memory was from the year before yeah i think that's really sweet and it's also a cute decoration for the tree yeah and you can keep them every year so like obviously you only have to buy them once i think they're like four pounds so i think they're six pounds okay six pounds you can hang them on your tree throughout december and then take them off on christmas day and put them on the table Hmm. very very cute we've already ordered our rhubarb gin rhubarb and ginger rhubarb and ginger did we not speak about this before no yeah we have spoken about it but we we actually found it on sale so we bought it Hmm. a couple weeks back so we've got that ready. We'll go through that pretty quickly, I assume. Oh yeah, I've put tonic on the shop. Okay. We've got a lot of rosé, thanks to our very good friends at Born Rosé. We're all stocked up on rosé. Yeah. Amy 015, if you ever want to get a bit of discount off of Born Rosé, it's delicious. It's, it's all lovely. we drink. Yeah, literally. I usually make a soup as a starter because I don't eat prawn cocktail, which everyone else has. So I make this soup, which I did steal 
from someone. It was someone else's recipe and I've just taken it as my own. They know who they are. <laughs> it's delicious. So we could probably put the recipe in our stories or something. Yeah. It's like a spicy sweet potato soup. It's honestly delicious. It's kind of like a curry sauce, but just a, a soup. Yeah, but not quite, not heavy on the curry. It's heavy on the sweet potato, but it has a hint of curry. Very Christmas day spicy spices. Definitely recommend. So we'll share that with you. Yeah, we do that every year. We always do love an asparagus and parma ham. Like you just can't go wrong. If you've got like a dinner party, if you're hosting, even for like New Year's Eve, a great starter that goes down really well because you can give it to veggies, obviously just without the ham. Sometimes it's quite nice if you put a little egg on there, like a little boiled egg. Mm, But yeah, just asparagus wrapped in parma ham. It's so quick, so simple, so easy. So grill it. Yeah, yeah, grill it. So the parma ham kind of goes crispy. It gives that salty taste. Yeah, really salty. So you just wrap asparagus tips in parma ham and grill it for a little bit. And Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. And you can you can add like a little bit of spice. Like sometimes we'll add like prawns. Or you can add, like I say, a boiled egg. So delicious. It's a crowd pleaser. It is. Yeah, see this is what we usually have like a good few starters. I know, one year we had three starters. Yes, yeah, we have the soup, the prawn cocktail and then the asparagus. Yeah, silly really. But I do love a starter. Starter is one of my favourite parts of, the, of a meal. See, I've recently swapped. I was always a main and dessert kind of gal. And now I think it's because I can't eat many desserts in restaurants because mm. it's all dairy. I'm now becoming a starter and a main. Do you know what I am? I'm a starter dessert. Like, I love starters. And I would happily get, like, three starters as my main and then just get dessert. But you can do that. There's nothing stopping you. Isn't it funny, like, how every family will do things differently? So, like, we wake up and we stay in our pyjamas for a while. Yeah. And we'll, like, go into the living room, sit around the tree, and we'll have, like, first thing we do is have Buck's Fizz. Whereas a lot of people won't have Buck's Fizz until, like, their lunch. First, when we wake up, it's, like, Buck's Fizz, stay in our pyjamas, go in. And we open presents normally pretty much straight away. Yeah, we always do them in our pyjamas. We always always sit around... With our champagne. We do not set an alarm. We usually wake up pretty late. We just wake up when we wake up. Because we're all adults now. It's not mm. like... No one's buzzing to get up at 6am. Mum oh, usually God, gets no. up to start the cooking and prepping. We don't set alarms, but we're, we're definitely up at like a reasonable time. But we don't have kids there's no children so there's no one like running in and being like so excited and there's usually like, been a few drinks the night before i mean it's really sad because we won't be able to do this this year but christmas eve tradition is we'll normally go like go to the pub with friends and stuff yeah. everyone's doing that this year but they're all in surrey which is really sad because we won't be able to go because it's just it's just too far especially on christmas eve like yeah. you normally stay out till midnight to sort of say merry christmas and then you leave but with us being here and all of our friends never being be in able Surrey. To get home, especially yeah. with the train strikes. Yeah, sadly we're gonna have to miss out on that little tradition this year. So that's normally like a Christmas Eve tradition. So then yeah, we won't be like eagerly wanting to jump out of bed. As I say, we have no kids, so We are the kids. <laughs> that's like a core memory that I'll like you'll always remember that you know, that feeling of like waking up at like five AM as a child. It's when you stretch your legs out and you feel to hear your the, stocking. To hear the like rustling, to hear if your stocking's full. Oh my god, that's literally the best feeling. Again, this is what we were saying last week. Like this is obviously just how we've been brought up, but I don't understand people that don't have like their stockings on their bed or don't have stockings. Like stockings are the best part, especially as a child. Yeah. Like waking up and as you say, stretching your legs out 
out and being like, has he come yet? And like feeling that rustle and feeling that full, going to sleep with an empty stocking yeah. and waking up with a full one is so magical. Cause I'm such a restless sleeper anyway. Like I stretch out, I do everything when I sleep, like I move everywhere. And I think I would consciously on Christmas Eve, like just stay really tucked up to the top of my bed. Yeah. So I didn't like knock it off. Cause I'm surprised I never knocked it off. Well, I think it's because it's always ingrained in you so much when you're a child, like you have to be asleep. Like if you're awake, Santa won't come. Like you have like make sure your eyes are closed. Like don't peek. Like that's always ingrained so much and you're panicked because you're like, oh my God, I want Father Christmas to come. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want him to not come. So you're probably like quite, yeah, like so conscious of it that you're just like lying so still. We always used to leave the milk and biscuits and like carrots for the reindeer, didn't we? Next to the fireplace. Yeah, always. That was always something we did. I know some families, they do whiskey and cookies or something because it's obviously the dad that has it. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it weird that you have to become that when you're a parent? I know, but it's so exciting. I feel like I'm going to be terrified though when I have kids terrified of them finding out that father christmas isn't real and like how do you deal with that i know i can't remember finding out i can't really remember the feeling of finding out i can't really remember like the exact i don't have it it's not a vivid memory of mine but obviously i do remember tom taking me up to the attic which we've spoken about before no i don't i think we started to speak about it and then we said we'll save it for the christmas ones basically our brother just took me up to the attic and showed me all of the christmas presents and said i can't this is what i mean I can't really remember how it went I think down. Tom would always look for the presents. Mum would always try and hide them, and Tom would always look for them. And then it kind of became a thing when we got older. Yeah, we he would like always, pass that on to us. We would always really look for them. That is so harsh. Like as a parent, like all you want is just to like get the presents, hide them, and then you're fighting your children who are like running around the house yeah. when you're not looking and like, trying to me, find the presents. Like I'm six years younger than Tom. For me, I would have wanted to believe in Santa for a long while after. I wonder if mum will remember like when we really were like, okay, we know it. We know Santa doesn't exist. I wonder what her reaction was. It's probably quite bittersweet. Like it, you're probably almost quite relieved when your children yeah. find out. You're a bit like, oh, okay. No more sneaking around. Especially as they start to get older. When they're really, really young, it's probably quite easy. But as you start to get to like eight, nine, ten. But then they know and they're like, oh, mum, I want this for Christmas. I want a pony. I want, do you know what I mean? And then you're letting them down. It's not Father Christmas letting them down. It's you. Yeah. So it's probably quite bittersweet because it's like sad because you no longer have that thrill of like, oh my gosh, like Father Christmas coming, writing your list, getting all excited. But then you're quite relieved. I remember I used to sit on the floor in the living room in front of the TV. I wouldn't watch TV to watch the programs. I'd wait for the adverts on Nickelodeon and write down like every single thing that came up in the advert. That's what I feel that children will really, really miss out on in this day and age. Yeah. That is is such a vivid memory. It'll be oh, you'll see what your friends have at school, like the new iPhone and you'll want that. Yeah, something will come up on your Instagram as like a sponsored ad. Yeah, But like, we used to go into like Argos and like circle stuff with dad. In the catalogue. In like the Argos catalogue, which is such a wholesome... I'm so glad that we just about got that upbringing. I know, me too. When you'd like go outside and play conkers on the trampoline i hope kids still do stuff like that these days yeah i guess just a different just a different world now isn't it different generations but there was that one year where i'd asked for my phone and we spoke about this a few episodes back and i had this kath kidson phone i think i said it was like a little flip up 
white. I would love to know if anyone else had one of these. It was the flip up. I think it was a Nokia. It was a limited edition. Like Kath Kidson were doing a collaboration yeah. with some like Samsung or some phone. I think it was Nokia. Really? I have to look it up. It was very, very small. But then you flipped it up and it had the buttons on the bottom. Yeah. And it was like white and flowery. Yeah. And I was obsessed with it. So I asked for it for Christmas. And <laughs> I basically made it my December mission to find this phone in the house. I would search every day high and low for this phone and I did end up finding it. And I basically took it out of the box. I spent the whole of December on the phone, put in all my contacts. Oh, was that? Wasn't it that? Oh my God, yeah, it was pink with white stars. Sorry, that was it. Oh, let me see. I typed in Kath Kidson phone 2005, I guess, 2005. Yeah, that was it. It was pink with white stars. A Nokia X Kath Kidson. Yeah. And I found it and I basically, it was just my phone from when I found it. And every day I would go back when mum was out. I think, does it have a camera? I think it had a camera. I think I'd even taken like a little picture on it, like set the background. So I'd basically used the phone for weeks before I got it on Christmas morning and I had to unwrap it Christmas morning and pretend to be so shocked and so excited by this phone that already had like half my life in it already. It was so funny, I remember it so vividly. But anyway, that was the phone that I then went and lost at Thorpe Park and had to get my dad to buy me again, which is a story in another podcast. You'll have to go back and find it. Someone wrote in and asked, do we have any New Year's resolutions? Are you someone who believes in New Year's resolutions as such? Not really. I think it's quite a lot of pressure. I think it's nice to set yourself goals for the year and it's nice to have like a vision board. Oh, and Yeah, I so that's what I did. So I have my 2022 goals. I wrote them down and oh, I did every single one bar one. That one I didn't do was decorate my room. Oh, that's good. I wanted to redo my room. Like, basically just get some new bits and design it slightly differently to how I had it in my old flat. Just didn't really do anything to it. And that was the only thing. So I think that's what I'll do again this year. I'll just do my 2023 goals. Yeah. They're simple things. Like, one of them was go mostly dairy-free. Really? And I've done that. The mistake that people make is that they think their, like, goals have to be, like, really extravagant and really, like, oh, like you know, I need to lose exactly this. Yeah, I need to get this kind of job and get paid this. And it's like, sometimes that's not realistic. Let's just do small goals. Like you say, oh, if I can try and like eat less meat, whatever, something small, like you say, decorate my bedroom, like something that's actually like realistic. One of them was go to the doctor about my skin. Yeah. Because it had just been so many years and I'd never actually gone to the doctors and said that I need help with my skin. Mm. That was one of them. Just something like that, like even just going to the doctor's yeah. once to talk about it, that was a goal. Okay, one of mine, which I need to do, it is really, really, really bad that I haven't done it and I'm going to say it on here so everyone can hold me accountable, but I need to go and have my smear test. I haven't had it. Ever? No, no, I've, I've had it when I turned 25, but I'm now on my three years later. Yeah. I should have had it back in July and I haven't had it, which is really, really bad and I do not recommend and I just haven't, I don't have a doctor's, I don't have a doctor's here, so... That is first thing on my list for 2023. It is so, so important. So important. I have to go and have my smear test. If you need to have your smear test, if you've been putting off your smear test, please, please, please go and have it. It honestly takes, and I am I'm, I'm sound like a, such a hypocrite, 
but it honestly takes 20 seconds it's absolutely fine I know people find it quite scary and quite daunting but it's honestly so fine go and have it go and book it go and do it we can do it together put it on your 2023 goal put it on your January goal if it's something you've been putting off I haven't really sat and thought about what my new year's resolutions would be for me it was more just things I genuinely wanted and needed to do I just needed I'm that person that I need like a list yeah you gotta have it see it in front of you but it feels productive like taking yeah, it off I agree things I probably would have done anyway naturally but it's nice to it makes you feel good at the end of the year yeah like, oh I I reach my goals it definitely does and they don't have to be specific like my, one of mine was start back at the gym again it wasn't go to the gym five times a week it yeah was just start back at the gym it's just and start I did. yeah I think I think try and make it as as simple and less daunting as possible when you think about like new year's resolutions or goals just start small and you can add to the list as well and you can take away from the list like you might change your mind by next year you might be like actually that doesn't suit me anymore that doesn't fit me anymore especially I'm going to take that off the list and I'm going to add something else you can change your mind like I think it's uh, quite a lot of pressure sometimes. And I think a lot of time you can see people online being like, oh, this is my New Year's resolution and I'm doing this. Oh, and I've done it already in Jan, like tick. And it's like... You think of it like something you've got to do in January as yeah. well. You know what? Go somewhere new. That's that's my one of my new, new Year's resolutions is travel somewhere new. Okay, that's a good one. It doesn't have to be crazy. That could be in this country, could be in another country, but it could be in this country. Thinking about maybe like Ireland or yeah. Scotland. Or I would love to go to Ireland next year. Oh, I've still never been to Manchester. Oh, Hannah, that has to be on your that has to be on your on your goals for next year. Yeah. As our like summer holiday, we want to do somewhere like like Mexico or something quite fun like that if not Australia whoa not somewhere in Europe yeah hopefully we're gonna go to South Africa no way oh Joe was saying this he wants to go and do a safari yeah but yeah so hopefully we're gonna do South Africa next year it's just working out timings and stuff but yeah that's somewhere I've never ever been and has always been on my list so that would be a really nice one if I can get there oh I'm gonna buy a new water bottle do that every year I get I have the same mango water bottle from Amazon. It's ten pounds. Buy a new one every single year, and it's just my life. It's my emotional support water bottle, and it makes me drink more water. Yeah, that is definitely on my goals. <laughs> drink more water. It's on my list every single year, and every single year, I fail. But I need to drink more water. I really I think need a tip to be more is, conscious of it. If you've got like a glass of water or a bottle of water, and you go to have a sip, just down the whole thing. Don't have one sip. It'll take 10 seconds, just drink the whole thing. And then the next time you go for a drink, you're like, oh, it's empty. So you go and fill it up and then down it again. Because if your issue is you're not reaching for a glass of water all the time, mm. when you if you do reach for a glass of water and you just take a couple sips, you're not going to be drinking any water. But if every time you just down the glass, you've already got it in your hand, you don't have to think about it again. I think for me is like, I don't even think it's the first, I wouldn't even think to even get the first glass. Do you know what I mean? For me, it's like I almost have to have it as part of my to-do list. Like, wake up, shower, drink a glass of water. Do this, do this, have lunch, drink a glass of water. I think it's more difficult for you because of your lifestyle. Yeah. But for me, I'm sat at a desk all day and like I have a like a two-second break from my from working and my hands, I like, take my hands off the keyboard and I drink my water and it's kind of like a break or I get up and walk across to the breakout area to fill my water bottle up it's kind of like a break for me yeah anyway I think like a yearly vision board is a really nice way instead of having like a new year's resolution just spend like 
a day creating like a, a yearly vision board and put on little pictures and quotes and stuff that you want to sort of do and achieve throughout the year and I, I like set it as my laptop desktop so I'm constantly looking at it all the time reminding myself it's almost like subliminal manifestation yeah I think that's a really good idea it's on your phone yeah screen it's as my well, phone it? screen it's really cute. like just go on to Pinterest yeah try and do that like maybe before new year or even like first week of jan you could do it they're more like aspirations rather than like oh i need to do this, this oh year. yeah it's not like that is what i'm doing this year it's like as i say like a slight manifestation a slight like what i aspire to be and you know hopefully like the subliminal constant like staring at it every day will somehow be like going in somewhere <laughs> So we do think that this is probably going to be the last episode, well, this year. Oh shit, this will be out. Yeah, this this will come out on Tuesday, the 20th. The 27th, we have decided we will not be uploading. Yes, we're going to have a little Christmas break. We will be back on Tuesday, the 3rd of Jan, 2023, baby. Baby. 23, it was like 2020 vision. What's like the 2022? two one I don't think there is one 23 all about me 23 all about me I think it's the year of really just realizing stuff no <laughs> it's the year of doing you putting you first like say yes to everything like go you out smash you, 2022. it 2022 Hannah 2023 <laughs> 2023 all about me just every single year 2024 it's all about me some more <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we hope you have an amazing Christmas, whatever you're doing. Yes. If you're celebrating, if you're not celebrating, just have just have a great end of your year. Hope you have a really great new year. Don't put too much pressure on yourself for new year, New Year's Eve. If you want to stay in and chill, if you don't do anything, absolutely fine. Take a leaf out of our book, do a little bottomless brunch and sit in your house. Yeah. It's really great fun. But Merry Christmas. Spend time just doing you. Take some time off work. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Also, thank you to everyone who's like working. Like if you are working over Christmas and New Year. Like yeah, if you're, and yeah. Nurses, doctors, if you are public transport, if you work in bars, restaurants, you know, people go out for dinner on Christmas Day. If yeah. you're working Christmas Day, thank you. You are heroes heroes and we appreciate you and lastly thank you so so much if you have followed along and listened to the podcast since we have been doing it we've been doing it about two months now so really exciting we absolutely love it and we can't wait to see what 2023 has in store we will see you we will not see you next tuesday we will not see you next tuesday but we will see you the tuesday after merry Merry Christmas. christmas